question. You talk, we listen. Talkbacks on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Lady Muleo on SAFM. I want to. I want to. I want to sing, not the fancy. I want to scream like speakers booming so loud. I want to sing away the pain and strain, not the jazz, but the blues. The melody that turns all our issues into tissues to wipe our tears and bandage our ever-bleeding wounds. The melody that turns scars into stars to conquer a new galaxy free from suffering. I want to. I want to dance, not the foreign moves, not in nudity. I want to communicate my feelings. And the blast bleeds for the suffering we have turned into joy. I want to drink from the fountain of our tears, the fountain of our nutrition, our daily bread. Walls say something. Like the blind without appendages, I want to listen. So much as if I have no any other senses, I want to listen. It is all I can do. Hmm. That's I want to, performed by Swissi Sokama, and he's in studio with me right now. Swoo, thanks for joining us on the talk shop. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure have been with you on the studio. I'm gratefully honored. Great stuff. So Swissi Sokama is a Wits University graduate and the author of Life Stains and Wonders. And it's it's quite the book. Um, it, 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 altogether, it's an intriguing anecdotal and poetic book series, but the story unfolds intuitively with a family moving from a rural to urban area. Um, and, 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 you know, there's some valuable lessons in the story. But I really wanted to talk about you and your relationship with your father. Yes. It is our mentor's feature. And quite often when we talk about the tensions that men experience, it all goes back to their relationship with their father. Yes, absolutely. And you in this book, you know, write about, you know, and I think this is also in your biography quite well spoken about, is widely spoken about, is how you, in fact, you know, moved from pillar to post between different families, ended up on SABC One's Dadako, yes. trying to find your dad. And my goodness, what what a story. What is it exactly that happened? I believe that your your the man you believe to be your father, you know, even from the youngest of ages, denied you. Yes, yes, mm. yes, absolutely. So what happened is that growing up, um, I was I grew up in the Gama family, Bengshala Nobab Gama, where uh, I, I thought uh, was my home, and I thought he was my father. But I, I remember there was quite a drama because I didn't just stay there. I remember moving to another family, Kwangobese. I stayed there, and suddenly, like between and within families, it, it, it was like nobody wants to take responsibility of me. You know that rejection. Mm. Obviously, when I was a kid, I didn't feel it that much. But now, when I reflect, I can see that how much it should it would have been painful if I was realizing what was happening. Mm. So, and then growing up, I, I heard these rumors, you know, that um, Gama is not my, my surname, uh, Bob Gama is not my father. These and rumors coming from inside the family? Inside the family and from neighbors. Because neighbors know a lot, hey? Neighbors mm. know your story. Especially in black communities. <laughs> exactly. We know everything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what was happening. And so then I, I thought, no, you know what, let me try and do something about it. Because when I asked my mother, he used to say, Ubab Gama is your father. Mm. And that's it. And Ubab Gama denied me. And I'm asking myself, he's a good man, actually. So why would a good man deny me? Mm. Because on his own, he's a man, as a father, he's a good man. Mm. 
but he was firm on his way that no you're not my son mm. you know so that made me to say you know what let me do this on my own because my umamkulu army is the one who raised me mm. so mangimbuza he umamkulu's aunt yes aunt aunt my aunt and may her soul rest in peace she died in mm. 2012 yeah so and then mangimbuza when i ask her she would say no ask your mom i, I don't want ask your biological mom so my mother would give me that babkama uh, is my father so i went to my grandmother and i said gog you know what mamkulu has passed away now mm. I'm left with you to solve this thing. Give me your blessings. I'm consulting with Adaku so that they can solve this thing for me. He said, "You know what? Do what you have to do." Window at Mongara of Kulile so do what you have to do. You have my support. You're, mm. a, you're a grown man. I'm I'm going to support you every step of the way. So yeah, I just want to send a shout out to my grandmother or the the hero of my dilemma indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, if you if you've never been in 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 that kind of position you don't know what that feels like even before you even went to, i mean to even go as far as to say i'm going to go on a television reality series to find out who my father is 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 number 1 um a scary step because now all your dirty laundry is is True. out for everyone to see but True. there's so much desperation when you get to that point just explain what that feels like i mean going through your childhood with these unanswered questions um constantly and especially where adults are saying you know when your mother says about kamas your father she's literally saying i'm not going to give you those answers those answers are not things you're going to get from me in a lot of families a lot of young people have that challenge today yeah no thank you for that question i think it speaks deep to the true reflection of my story you know growing up under those conditions uh shocks <laughs> it was painful you know because now you have the surname and it is said that the surname is not yours and you know some people they grow up with their fathers they have lessons to learn from their fathers and you don't have that picture you don't have that figure a lot of the men who things you just have to figure out yourself and that 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 journey i don't wish for anyone out mm. there but now what i'm saying is if if there's a parent who knows out there that that is the story about their child and they're holding the truth uh, against them that is the most painful you can do for your child mm. so i'm trying to get to to touch that nerve out there to say please speak out transparency parents please let's speak to our kids let's speak to abandonabe to and tell them the truth because it's highly painful it's yeah. it's painful i have lived through it uh, luckily now i have uh, overcome it because now i have found uh, my biological identity through the means i have just explained but mm. yeah it's 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 a bad feeling mm. it's anger it's anger it's you just want to tear things apart every time you are confronted about this concept of you uh, existing in a family that's not yours owning a surname that's not yours mm. you know imagine uh, luckily i don't have kids imagine if i had a kid and i had to give them the surname and then now because now i have to change a lot of things i have to change my degree i have a degree from vets university in chemistry and i have a lot of documents that i have now to change and all of that is going to incur cost so it's not a good thing it's so and you and you're still using the surname i am still using the surname hence the book is even also published in the gamma surname so yeah well, have you found your 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 real father yes uh 
I, I have found the surname through DNA testing. So, yeah, but uh, the father is castling. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, he's running away. So, and, and yeah, that's the story. Mm. Yeah, you know, when we, when we talk about men in the mentor's future, in this future, um, fatherhood and fatherlessness, um, it's always a big feature, and, and you'll hear you know, the big commentators, the likes of Bongani Luvalo, you know, yes. people that run these NGOs to try and fill that gap for, for children. They'll say, you know, if we don't address fatherlessness in our communities, this is how um, we end up with communities where young men are resorting to crime, drugs, um, there's so much anger, there's violence in the families that they do eventually establish. Did, did you ever did you ever feel those effects of closely yeah, abs- wanting to slip? Absolutely, absolutely true. I mean, you 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 just seek for attention. So I used to be, I don't know if uh, I should say a dog or something, but I was shoplifting. Mm. Yeah, I was shoplifting a lot because I was empty inside. I wanted that attention. Mm. So luckily, I never got arrested. <laughs> so it means I was good. I was good at my game. No yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's that feeling of saying, you know what? Because this world is rejecting, so I'm gonna make it feel my wrath. Mm. I'm gonna feature it into this anger that I have. And luckily, when my aunt took me, it was settling down. It took time because I would still steal her money. I would steal things. She would give something to me. I would eat it, and then if it's still there, I steal it mm. because of this thing that's inside. You know that that just cries out for attention that much mm. so it can go as far as people doing yaube, doing drugs and all of the, i'm lucky that it didn't get to that point so my aunt came to my rescue mm. yeah yeah and there's so much credit that needs to be given to extended families that are able to step in and and assist even though um you're assisting a child who's you know there's big holes that you feel aren't easily filled Especially when you are being moved yeah. from family to family. So why write the book? So the book uh, actually is is a is a, is a narrative of my story, my experiences. You know, mm. not a direct translation though. So that's why it's it's fiction because um, I I've, I have lived experience of what I've written there, but I had I, I added some tinge you know so that the reader is engaged <laughs> so yeah but the reason why i wrote the book is to say to anyone who's out there and they have biological identity the world has got eyes yes but now step out of that people what are people going to say people you do good they talk you do bad they talk so just find yourself find your biological identity through this book i'm saying to people i have done it mm. you can do it I've spoken about my biological identity and I'm even writing about it. So it was a sad reality and a sad experience, but I'm lucky that and I'm happy that something good came out of it. So out of every trouble, there's opportunity. So step out of your comfort zone and do something. Stop being complacent. You know, in a lot of our communities, it's said, especially by mothers who have raised their children, you know, single-handedly, they'll say, you know, I can't, I'm going to raise Wusiso till he's, you know, 25 years old and do all of that work for myself. And now that he's a grown man, after all of my efforts, this, this young man wants to know his father who's done absolutely nothing for him. There's anger. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a difficult thing to discuss with parents when you say, find where is my bi- what is my biological identity? Yeah. Their parents, even if there is a stepfather, quite often there's a stepfather in a family who says, what do you want to do with that information? Yeah. We have been here. Yeah. We've been the ones that have been your pillar yeah, all true. these years. Yeah, true. And, and I remember my aunt used to have that fear as well every time I confront her about this, that... Uh, so you, now you want to run and go to your father. You could see it in his in her face that she she doesn't like it because she has that thing. Which also now you've you've grown up and you just wanna run away and mm. to your dad after everything I have done for you. Sometimes she would say it and I would feel it and it it would sink in my head. But I wouldn't respond. I wouldn't respond. But I had it in my mind that I would never desert her. Mm. I would never do such a thing. She was there for me when the world neglected me. Mm. So I didn't have it in my bone to run away from her. I just wanted to find my identity so that like any other kid, I can say, this is my surname. This is who I am biologically. Mm. Yeah, let's let's take calls. The number is 0891-104207. I'm in studio with Musi Sokama, who's a Wits University graduate and also the author of Life Stains and Wonders, uh, talking about his uh, personal journey of discovering his biological identity and Listen, the, the especially the black family structure in South Africa is so fragmented that this is the reality for a lot of young South Africans. So if you want to share your thoughts, perhaps some words of encouragement, what, what to do now? Does it even matter in some of our communities to find your biological identity? Give me a call, 0891-104207. Nick Yafila is on the line in Santin. Nick Yafila, good evening. Hi, my lady. How are you? I'm well, ma'am. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You know, I just want to make two points. Mm. You know, at times women make the statement, mm, I'll raise them by myself. Nana mm. lady, I don't, I, I refuse to make those kinds of statements because when you make that kind of statement, I don't think you are releasing the men. But mm. you, you, you are actually, uh, I don't know what you are doing. That's the first thing. Mm. The second thing is that Nina has been blessed with an ex-husband who looks after all his children. Mm. All of them. So I think at times women are to blame because they say, Nina, I say, this is not my, I'm not the only parent. Mm. So, fortunately, well, maybe I'm fortunate that I've got an ex-husband who just loves all his children. Mm. But at times women are also responsible because they, 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 they push out the father and say, mm. So, we are also to blame. Now, I don't bring up my children. My children are brought up by their father. Yeah. Because that's how it is in, in my life. But some women, because they want to spite the men, they say, And then when the things don't work out the way they want them to work out, how could he have a night? He didn't bring up his children. Mm. Because mm. they don't want to give the father an opportunity to bring up the children. Yeah. So some mothers are also responsible. 
They must take responsibility for that attitude. Mm. Yeah, Mama Kifila, thanks for calling. I'm sure there was some frustration with your mother as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I There was an absolute frustration to a point where I think there was some bit of a tension between me and my mom, you mm. know. Obviously, I mean, we would smile, and but you would see that there's something hidden behind that smile, you know. And, yeah, and uh, in my family, there's, there's my mother's kids, there's nine of us, you know, so... It was that thing of never having attention, never having. So you just think ah, she doesn't care, mm. you know. And and having found out the truth, and she was saying something different, you know, that gives you a lot of a lot of things to think about. You you get confused as, as an individual. Mm. Yeah, Lynn is on the line in Durban. Lynn, good evening. Hi, ma'am. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, sir. Um, I speak from a different perspective. Len, could um, you please I'm switch actually, off your radio? I'm, okay, ma'am. There um, we go. I speak from a different perspective. I'm actually an adopting father. Mm. Um, I had the attitude when I was 35. I adopted two children, a boy and a girl, mm. and I had the attitude that the kids should always know who their parents were, and I always set them when they got to the age of 16 or so I'll try and find their parents, and I actually did that. And the idea around that is that when you adopt kids or when kids are small and they end up living with a particular biological parent, it's actually not their choice. They are there because of circumstance. Right. But as a parent, as an older person, you must give them the opportunity to explore those other relationships. So when they get older, they can actually make their own choices. And as it turned out in my situation, my kids created a whole new family out there, but they still live with me and they're still mine. Mm. And you see, what, what you've done by doing that, Len, is then there is that there aren't questions about their identity. This is the thing, and, and, and especially for, for black children, and I'm sure this is the same for all children, in fact, there's so much weight in a name. You know, if I am Naledi Moleo and one of those names isn't biologically mine, there'll always be questions about what the real name is, who I really am. You know, and so I, I applaud what you what you've been able to do. How old are the kids now, Lynn? Uh, they're twenty five and twenty four, and they're still with me. They call me mom and dad, and yes, they talk to the other parents occasionally. But the, the but the interesting part is they've developed a close relationship with the other siblings on the other side, and mm. they actually see each other over Christmas and birthdays. Um, yeah. It's just a big mad baby. Yeah, yeah, Len. Thanks for calling. It's, 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 then it becomes a beautiful family. Eh? It becomes a <laughs> a lively family. I'm sure you you wonder about your siblings as well. Yeah, no, I I, I wonder. Hey, I I wonder because I wonder what what goes through their minds, and I wonder if they ever feel the same way I felt or I feel. And I'd like to point it out that I'm not trying to diss uh, my mother or say anything, but I think the truth needs to be told mm. you know, it needs to be out there hence the book hence the utataku because i want the truth and my grandmother used to say to me that uh, a, a, a wrong surname being assigned to you has cultural uh, implications mm. and and that used mm. to scare me a lot because when something goes wrong you you reflect and you think is it it's because the exactly it's yeah. the same so now you don't know whether it's the surname or there's, there's another cause of what's going wrong. So it's very weakening and very mm. debilitating. Yeah, Pumeza's on the line in Cape Town. Pumeza, good evening. Good evening, 
Hey, good, good evening, good evening, guys. Hey, Chief, how are you doing there? No, I'm good. And how are you, Chief? Hey, top class, my man. Listen, I just want to take my head, my head off for you, Tom, and you are, you are, you, you, under the circumstances, you, 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 you become the man you are, and, 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 you, you, uh, congratulations about the book as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, look, uh, I think, I was so sorry, more especially uh, the, the black community. I think uh, men out there, uh, because, you know, sometimes most of these cases are because men, they, they impregnate the women and then they run away. Mm. And then you'll find that the problems that this country is experiencing, most especially in terms of when, when, when it comes to crime and stuff like that, you'll find those boys... Uh, they commit crime because it comes, you look at the background, it comes from a family where there is no father figure. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, in those cases, that's the case. Now, uh, men out there, uh, uh, they should man up, they should be real men and, and, uh, and, and take care of their responsibilities. Because if we keep on doing like these other men are doing, yeah, we're still going to experience those kind of problems. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, Pumeza, thanks for calling, and that's, that's a very important point. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, let's we'll ask the question if it's ever too late. Pardon? Right? It will ask, we'll ask if, it's, if it's ever really too late to, to build that relationship with um, a biological parent. Okay. Is it ever too late? Is there a point where the damage is done already and there's, there's no going back? Give me a call, 0891-104-207. Abuso, I see you on the line. I'll take you after this. 105, the home of SAFM in Peter Maritzburg. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. We don't know how much money you've saved for your retirement or where you've chosen to invest it. But we do know that the older you get, the more it feels like certain investment options are off limits. They're just too risky. That's why Liberty created Bold Living Annuity. Now, for the first time, retirees can choose a Liberty Return Guarantee that rises as their returns do, allowing them to invest freely in any combination of SA's top-performing funds and change them whenever they need to. Speak to a Liberty Financial Advisor or broker today about switching to Bold Living Annuity. They'll know how to give you the freedom to invest wherever and with whomever you want. Liberty, the advantage of knowing. Liberty and Stan Liberal authorized FSPs. T's and C's apply. Early detection of cancer can save your life. We encourage you to take that first step. Get screened. SAFM, supporting the fight against breast cancer. There's nothing we love sharing more than knowledge. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM. I'm in studio with Busi Sokama. A Fitz University graduate, he has a BSc degree in chemistry from Fitz University, currently a postgraduate student pursuing a postgraduate certificate in education. My goodness. Hmm? And then you hear that story of wh- what he's been through when you listen to what he's doing, and you think, okay, no, there's hope. There's hope. <laughs> but you wonder what, what makes, what is it that, 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 that you know, defines the difference between a young man who's, who's been through similar circumstances and his fate is, you know, the complete opposite of what, of, of what your life has become. Let's, let's hear from Buso in Pretoria. Buso, good evening. Good evening, ma'am. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for calling. I'm also well. Uh, hi, I'm John Mpoh. <laughs> I'm good, Mpoh. 
So you don't even start with that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I was also amazed. Why, why, why don't you say I'm his older brother and introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, I'm his older brother. Mm. The only brother he is. Is it difficult to hear? You know, a sibling say, "I'm more than just this," and I want to know what it is. Yeah, hey, it's been a difficult situation to him. Like, I've been uh, looking at him growing up. Like, how he explained, he grew up in a difficult situation. Mm. It was very difficult for him, only to find that uh, me as well. I couldn't do anything. Mm. But I also, I also feel the pain that he's feeling. Mm. Like, as I'm calling him, I'm calling tell him that uh, my brother... The pain that you are feeling, but I think uh, you're through it now. Yeah, no, absolutely, it's healing, bro. It's it's as my yeah, grandmother would say, in dote ma dote ni now. Hi, bro. <laughs> yeah, you are the man, bro. It took yeah, it took a lot. It took you a lot. I think a lot of your energy mm. has been put through this issue. But now that uh, you've been through it, and like, uh, I'm careful. Yeah. Yeah, Mbusa, thanks okay. for calling. Thank you so much for calling. It's good to hear from a family member. And congratulations to him. <laughs> Thank you yeah. very much, brother. And thanks for the call. I didn't even expect it. Thank you very much. Oh, big brother. Thank thanks you. for calling, Mbusa. Siabang is on the line in Pumalanga. Siabang, good evening. Uh, good evening, sister. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And good evening to you, Mbusa. Hey, John, I am Kamba Anjan. How are you? I'm okay, man. Remember what you said, um... Aspire to inspire before you expire. Do you remember that line? Yeah, I remember friend? those words very well, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you know, I'm so happy for you, my friend. You've been through a lot, you know. Back at home, I know you're such an inspiration to a lot of people, my friend. Keep up the good work. I just want to say, may the Lord, mighty God, continue to bless you, my friend. Oh. Thank you very Even much. Ramala, you know, you've been even an inspiration and a motivation to me. It's, it's very humbling coming from you, Thanks, Yabonga. Yabonga, thanks for calling. Nontlantla's on the line also in Pumalanga. Nontlantla, good evening. Evening, how are you? How, I'm good, I'm how fine. are you? I'm fine. Spooks is so warm. Eh, oh, Nijan. Goham bagash. Yeah, goham bagash. Yeah, yeah, I told you today is there's no change for me. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Really, you are an inspiration, especially in our town. Yes. You know, I'm your home girl. Yes, you grow absolutely. up just in front of us. Yes. But there's only one thing that I need to say. Yes. Keep up. Keep on. They will see that whatever any person can go through, 
But as long as that person is determined, yes. there is nothing that is going to stop in their way. Mm. Yes. We are behind you with our prayers, with everything. May God bless you. Thank you very and much. And keep you blessed abundantly. Thank oh, you Thank you so much for calling. Pleasure. Bye. Great well. stuff. Anonymous is on the line in Pretoria. Anonymous, good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Great, thank you. That's actually a sore topic for me. Mm. Um, but I must just say, I'm very, uh, you know, I, I, I admire the courage in mm. that the people have taken. I'm 37 years of age. I'm mm. married. I've got three kids. Um, I've, I've been raised by my mom. Um, although my father rejected me, but they, they were never married or anything. Mm. But as time went on, I, you know, I got introduced to him at the age of 12. But from the beginning, all I've experienced, or, or, or rather what I've sensed, was this kind of, re, you know, rejection. But then I think the feeling gets, you know, when, like you said, when you're young, you don't actually realize. But as you grow up, you actually get to understand. And mm. it gets even more painful because now I'm married. Mm. And my kids have got both, you know, grand grandparents. They so much love their grandpa from my husband's side. Mm. But then I always feel like there's this void, you know, there's this void in me. Although I'm a lady and most people think only men would experience that, you know, what's in a name, you know. Um, yeah. But I think we're all human beings. Mm. And the, the feelings and the emotions are the same. Unfortunately, I don't even have the gut, you know. And what is so sad is that um, his family has somehow accepted me, but I don't want his family. I, I just want my dad. You Have know, you communicated these feelings, Anonymous, and been honest without, with, you know, with, with pushing the anger aside and, and, and just been honest to his family about um, what the void that you're really feeling? You know, I've found that honest yeah. communication really breaks down the the, the, the walls between us when we true. say this hurts. True, true. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I admire the young man. Mm. I must say, it's it's really painful. What is said is that the family has somehow accepted me. Um, the last time I saw him, they invited me to a family. You know, to, to there was an unveiling of mm. of the the, the, the parents. Um, Stone. I was invited. I went with my husband. Um, the only thing I got from him was like a handshake, like a complete stranger. Mm. Um, mm. I cried, I must say. I drove all the way to Limpopo, I must say. It was quite a long drive. And um, yeah, I, I still I know. You I know, it's a difficult thing to ask you, Anonymous. It is a very difficult thing to ask you. But when you think of how he shook your hand like you were a complete stranger, did you maybe ever think about how much fear there might be from him as well to stand in front of you and shake your hand knowing that he has not been there? So a real sense of shame as well. What do I do? How do I greet this mm-hmm. child? Yeah. But you know, lady, somehow this situation has shaped my life. It mm-hmm. has shaped my future. I knew that I'm not going to... I could. It was tough for mommy uh, to raise, you know, to to be a single parent. But as well, you know, I learned a lot. I I I got where I am today. I mean, I'm I'm really I don't yeah, you know. I I knew that I don't wanna. I wouldn't have kids out. I wouldn't wanna raise kids on my own. Mm. No, I, I, luckily for me, God has given has blessed me with all the 
um, yeah, you know, ask for everything that I ever dreamt of, except mm. for, for just and that hey, void doesn't go away. Anonymous, it does not go away. The void doesn't go away. Thank you so much for calling and sharing Thank with us. Thank you so that. much. Yeah. Uh, is on the line in Pretoria. Maslody, I'm going to take your call after we take a short break. Maslody, Frank and Tabang, I see you. Gosh, you've got a lot of people that want to speak to you. We'll take those calls after this. 105.2, the home of SAFM in East London. East London. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Your favorite good food and wine show is back from 28 to 30 October at the Durban Exhibition Center. It's jam-packed with innovative features, interactive programs, and foodie experiences. Hobnob with headline chefs, George Kalambaris, Sibat Ntungana, Jenny Morris, Sarah Graham, Neil Anthony, and Jay Something. For the first time, included in the ticket price. Come with your family and get your tickets online at CompuTicket or at the door, which opens at 10 a.m. For more information, go to goodfoodandwineshow.co.za. SAFM is a proud media partner. It's all happening movie-wise all through October on SABC3. The love of art may lead to murder in Grapes on a Vine, and Richard Gere deceives the world in the hoax. Determination may get a Liverpool fan to the match in Will and enable a blind man to touch the top of the world. Two worlds collide in The Good Man and romance rules in Love Makers. Saturdays at 7 and 9 and Sundays at 7. Great movies coming your way all through October on SABC3. Your topic could make it onto the talk shop. Just email talk at safm.co.za or tweet at SAFM Radio. Now Lady Muleo on SAFM. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM and I'm in studio with Pussy Sogama who is Vitz University graduate author of Life Stains and Wonders currently uh, pursuing a postgraduate certificate in education at Vitz. Mm. Hardworking young man. <laughs> Very hardworking young man. Maslody is on the line. Listen, if you've just joined us, uh, Smusi Sokama is in our mentors feature. We're talking about um, his personal journey of discovering his biological identity. And in a lot of our families, this is, this is, this is a question that, you know, some people even die with. You know, well, what is my biological identity? Because we think it doesn't matter. Yeah. We think you have a family that supports you. We think it's, it really doesn't matter, but it, it, does. it does. Anonymous said earlier, there's this void. I'm 37 years old and I sit here yeah. with this void. Matlodi's on the line in Pretoria. Matlodi, good evening. Lady, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. I'm just here to speak to my readership. Readership, how are you? Readership of note. Please, please, thank you very much. My readership of note. You are so dope. You know what? Thank you very much. I applaud you so much. And the lady, one thing that I really want to say Mm. is we're coming to a point in our history where we are raising up leaders who are turning their circumstances into stories that they can use to tangibly benefit Mm. and to tangibly um, make something out of it, you know. Um, We're tired of sitting back and complaining about the things that make us unhappy. We're tired of sitting back and thinking about how disadvantaged we are about our circumstances and how um, dilapidated our futures are becoming. Mm. And what Usbusiso is doing with his brand, not only is it a book, not only is it a publication, but it's something that he's using to create um, employment opportunities for peers and people in the university space. And I think it's high time we get to that point where, you know, we're using our talents and our stories as painful as they are to start selling them and making something tangible out yes. of them. So, mm. readership, 
you are moving forward. My Rita, she, thank you very much. I captured your words when you said, if this is our land, then where are our stories? If Here this is, is our story, land, where are our stories? <laughs> oh, my story. Oh, you are a leader. Leadership, thanks for calling. <laughs> thank you, my Rita. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank please, you, my please, please, my Rita. Please, 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 Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> energy, my son. Okay, last call at Tabang in Soweto. Tabang, good evening. I'm well. How are you, Tabang? Um, friends. This is my friend. Kambaranjan. Hey, young man, you've just touched me. You know why you've touched me, my friend? One, yes. uh, I volunteered around 2009 to a paralegal advice. Yes. When I volunteered, 90% of the cases were young people coming to us for us to persuade their mothers to tell them who they are oh. where they come from 90% of them today will receive 20 cases I'm telling you 18 of them either you get 15 they were girls that had come to persuade their mothers three were boys mm. that is how the number was at that time you know I, I, I'm friends with, uh, with Zola yes. uh, mm. yes. and when he got an offer of of, of doing the Utatako uh, 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 yes, I was with him in the car mm. and he said, he, he said they are offering me this should I take it I said my friend this is my passion mm. I can give you scenarios of young people mm. that are in void mm. about mm. this yeah. I then related to him a story about me I grew up not knowing my mother. I was taken in Durban uh, uh, to come and, uh, and grow up in Soweto. My mother died just uh, uh, when I was young. And my father uh, uh, did not have any contact now with my mother's siblings. Hmm. And just now, when I was saying, I, I just, I, I'm planning my wedding and everything, I wanted to know the other side of, of me. Yeah. And this void has been with me. Yes. People never knew. At around standard three, I had this void as from as early as that. Mm. But I never told anyone. And when I tried to to get hold of the side of my mother, my father used to say, hey, they, they, they are there in, in Clermont. I don't know where. Mm. And one day I, I talked with my with my younger brother's father. And he said to me, no, 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 I remember where, where your mother was staying in Clermont. Let mm. me take you there. We went there, we looked and looked, we never found it for the first day. The second day he said, let's go again. Mm. We went there. I'm telling you, just uh, when we were going on the road, the Sangoma there, he just called us and said, when are you looking like so-and-so? Mm. I think that is your mother. Mm. Now, you are saying the, the name of my mother. I said, yes, that, that is my mother. And mm. as we are seeing us here, we are, lo- we are trying to locate the family. He said, no, 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 you can't go to your family now. There are feuds there. They are killing each other on that side. You must go to so-and-so is your uh, grandmother's uh, friend. Mm. He will actually help you of who to locate. Your mother died a long time ago. Oh. You can't find him. You oh. see, but when I got to that friend, and when I got, when I knocked at the door and they just said, you are so-and-so's child. Mm. Your face is hair. Mm. I have never, that, that completed me. 
everything. Now, when this young man is doing this, I'm telling you, if this book is going to be get hold by men that are having this feeling, I think it's going to close. And thank you, my friend, that you are going on a passion of teaching. Yes, no, thank you very much. Because you, I think I think you have a talent. I'm telling you. You have been able to to point out this. Many people have never been able to even say what kind of a feeling. You it just really explain to me the feeling that right. I have. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Tabang, thank you for calling. Gosh, and thank you for sharing that powerful yes. story. You know what I hope that our discussion will will do for the listeners? That if you are a father that knows there's a child out there, that this is the, the conversation that you'll hear that says, maybe it is time I reach out. doesn't matter how long it's been, maybe it is time I reach out. Exactly. That if you're a, that, that if you're a, a child that is going through this, yes. that you know this is, this, is, this is where my feelings of anger and frustration come from. Um, I need to ask you a few more questions. So just stick around for a few more minutes yes. and we'll chat so some more after the news. It's 8 o'clock. Chat, converse, rant, rave, whatever you call it. Do it on the talk shop, only on SAFM. Now, Lady Moleo on SAFM. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM. I'm just wrapping up my discussion quickly with Musiso Gama, who is Wits University graduate and author of Life, Stains and Wonders. Um, he, he, he wrote this book where he recounts his personal journey of discovering his biological identity. And I think... Now, definitely one of the more healing books I've been able to read, especially if you if you've gone through something like this, you know, you know the difficulty. Yeah. Um, an SMS here from Mpo that says, "I'm 55 years old and have no biological dad for all those years, um, and this year I've no I found my my siblings and and got my life turned around in a bittersweet fashion. Sometimes I feel I shouldn't have met them because I'm just not able to connect effectively, especially when some of them do wrong." That's Mpo. Thanks for sending that in. William Christiana says, Now, lady, this gentleman's experience of being rejected by his father is so touching. God bless him. Willie, thanks for sending in that SMS. Thank you very much. I asked earlier if, if it's ever too late. I mean, right now, you're, here you are, a grown man. You're, you know, postgraduate studies already. Yeah. You, you, you found your biological identity. He, unfortunately, you know, isn't forthcoming. Yeah. But if he were to be, Five years from now, two years from now, ten yeah. years from now, would would it be too late? Well, and lady, thanks for that question. Uh, you know, I think it depends on individual perspective uh, perception. Mm. For me, it depends on the intentions when he come back mm. and on explanation. Why did he run away when I needed him the most to confirm the identity and everything? So I think he would have to explain himself. But I'm not angry at him. Just I want clarity. That's mm. all I seek in my life. Clarity is, is, is the most important thing. Clarify issues in your life. So I don't think it's ever... Because clear. you live with these questions. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I still got questions for him. So mm. I don't think it's ever too late. And, you know, seeking for your biological identity, you don't want somebody to take responsibility of you. Mm. No, you don't want somebody to take responsibility of you. All you're doing is finding the identity. That's it. I mean, I'm a grown man. I, I'm, I'm doing my, my postgraduate studies. I don't want somebody to be responsible of me. I'm not a liability. <laughs> all, I'm for, <laughs> all, all that I'm asking for, clarity and the question to go answered. 
and then I'll be a peaceful man in my life, <laughs> you know, and then I'll, I'll exist <laughs> in peace and, you know, having that satisfaction of the answers mm. from the horse's mouth, yeah. so to say. Yeah. I love that you. <laughs> you're not a liability. You certainly aren't. In fact, through this book, you've been able to create opportunities for others as well. Yes. In yes. fact, there's entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial opportunities that come with life stains and wonders. How, do, yes. how, how are you doing that? Okay, so uh, having published this book, I have leaders I'm working with at Faculty of Best Advisory, which is an NGO where we help high school kids. We we apply for them and then we mentor them once they are here in university, and then we mentor them to be leaders, and then they can mentor other first years who come here. So through those leaders, they have coined a, a term for me to say I'm a book premier. Yes. Uh, so uh, what I do is book premiership. A book premier is somebody who writes the book, make sure it gets published, and then is entirely involved in the distribution, the marketing, the sales, and create entrepreneurial opportunities through the book. Hmm. So I have uh, five other colleagues I'm working with. The book has employed all of us. Yay. So the book pays us. Yes. So there's uh, a, a and then that, through that, they can enhance their entrepreneurial uh, skills and they can enhance their marketing skills. And then they get cashed. We get paid, all of us. <laughs> so this I book wish people great. could see the smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> it brings me joy, you yeah. know. And uh, I have a leader I'm working with, Molen Mofune Muswan. He always says, give us a product. Yeah. Have a finished product, mm. you know. And now here we have Life Stains and Wonders. It's a finished product. And, you know, we, we're moving forward. And that generally we are led. Mm. Uh, the line of March is clear, you know. So that's what we would generally say. The line of March is very clear. The future is ours. We are the ones we have been waiting for. Hey. Instead of going with the flow, we have decided to be the flow. Instead of demanding the change, we are the change. We are the ones, indeed, we have been waiting for. <laughs> Listen, this man is not a liability. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. None whatsoever. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. You know, you've, you've, you've really inspired us. Um, just contact details for those that would like to join the bookpreneurship movement. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my, my, you can contact me on 084-04-91-383. Mm-hmm. Or okay. on my email, sibusiso dot j at gmail dot com so that's busiso has got s i b u c i c o ah dot j okay gmail dot com or find me on facebook busiso extido gamma or on on twitter busiso the very same name with the c with the two c yes with the c i c o underscore j similar to on instagram so yeah i'm saying to everybody who has the book out there raise your book up in the air. I thank the support. I thank you very much. The guys have been awesome. Back at home, Amersford, where I come from, they supported the book highly. Here in Bramfontein, Gauteng, the book is highly supported. I mean, like in nine, in nine days, 110 copies have been sold. And, and, and it's not the mainstream. And we are not apologetic about it. We are distributing it ourselves. We are hitting the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, and those far away from Bramfontein, mm. We can courier the books to them. They can just inbox me on Facebook and then uh, make their orders. They will courier the books all over South Africa. Very good. Life Stains and Wonders by Sibusi Sokama. Uh, give him a call on 084-049-1383. Again, 084-049-1383. Or email Sibusiso, but spelled S-I-B-U-C-I-C-O dot J at gmail.com. Oh, you're such an inspiration. Can I ask you just to read... One last, because there's poems. It's a, it's a, it's a poetic book as well. There's, yes, yes, it's, it's yes. Page 10. 
page gorgeous. 10 okay yeah it's short and, and 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 gorgeous so that is a form of a song somebody was singing in the book Nomalungelo was singing there tenaciously and this is how it goes back to my roots back to my roots Hello mama, hello mama, beating about a bush will not prevent you from being ambushed. Rather run to the bushes or hide or ride to the heavens. Ah, Ooh. hey, the non-liability. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I can't no, wait to see how far your star rises. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, again, I emphasize because without the people, I'm nothing. Mm. I love to thank the support from the people back home. I will say, siabo mama, abantuana, go get the book, siabo ngakakulu, everywhere. Yeah, the healing. Thank you so much. All right, great stuff. Let's let's leave it there. You're still on the talk shop on ACFM. When I come back.